0: LifeWay Leadership Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins, And today I'm here with Dan Aiton. Hey, hey. And we're going to open up a can of worms today um, because I think we mentioned this a couple, an episode or two ago. Um, We were talking and I don't know if I jokingly said something about MLMs, uh, but... It, it, it kind of came up. And when we were um, thinking about what uh, questions that we've gotten recently, it hasn't been too long ago that I had a conversation uh, with a pastor about MLMs in his church and what to do about them.
1: Yeah. So that, that is today's question of what, what do you do about MLMs in your church? Okay. So first of
0: all, um, I would say... It doesn't hurt if you're going through, um, if, if you're going through some of the essential documents and policies of your church. It's not a bad idea to have a policy on MLMs. Policies are uh, are are good to have sometimes. I I'm not usually a fan of having a lot of policies because. They usually um, slow things down, cause extra work, or checks and balances, and all that. Policies are good when you have uh, when, when you uh, need clarity on something, not because you're you have a response, um, uh, a control issue, or a uh, you're fearful of what might happen. You know, centralization usually happens as a church grows because you have more to lose. Mm-hmm. And so you start to, you know, draft policies and procedures and all that. This, however, I think is one that might need to be in place simply because it, it kind of protects your people and it gives you an opportunity to address something. Should that, uh, should, should the need arise? Yeah.
1: Well, t- tell us, uh, explain just in case somebody's listening and doesn't fully even know what an MLM is. Can you explain in a nutshell what it is for us? Uh,
0: it's multi-level marketing. So what you're thinking about, uh, there is, you know, everything from milkshakes to makeup to essential oils. That's oh a my big goodness. One. Yep. Lots of essential um, oils. Avon. Uh, book, <laughs> like whatever it is um it is the idea it's a pyramid scheme really um and the problem with any pyramid scheme is that it either you you either um buy into it and it becomes who you are and you go up the pyramid scheme and you tell people about the trips you get to take or they see your pink car or whatever or you're crushed by the pyramid scheme. It just seems like it's one or the other, um, and so you know, for 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 those out there, you or um, you or somebody you know has been approached at one time or another to be a part of one of these um, or host a party or whatever it is, and that in and of itself is not bad. It's yeah. not. That it, it's not bad unless it becomes um just an underlying motivation of why people are getting into a group or serving or whatever. Uh, I understand that if you do that for a living or you do it as a side hustle, it can bleed over, but you really have to watch the motivation that's there and you want to be above reproach so having a policy in place could be really helpful. As far as dealing with an MLM in your church, um, I, I think it's, it's a difficult thing because it's a conflict and they're not in and of themselves bad. Um, and when you question someone's motivation, it can really be upsetting to them. Uh, And it may be a great volunteer, it may be, you know, somebody that you love, it may be a staff person's spouse, Um, who knows, but it has to be addressed. The easiest way to address that is to go ahead and have a policy that's in place.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's huge. I mean, I've I've got a lot of friends that that do MLMs, and you, if you've been on Facebook ever, um, you'll find out those friends from high school that are also on MLMs that are hitting you up. Uh, so it is it is everywhere. If you don't think it's in your church, um, you probably just need to look a little bit harder. Um, but like I said, it's not a bad thing. Um, for somebody to do this, it's it does though affect when. A motivation of a small group or expectations. And, and I think, you know, if th- the areas where I've seen this worst is where a lead pastor's wife is doing an MLM and there is a sense of pressure for the church, um, that I have to show up to this event or my spouse needs to show up to this event and probably buy something, um, And that's where it can get very, very dangerous for a church is when there's sort of unset expectations um, put on that. Probably not even intentionally by the, you know, by the pastor or their spouse, but um, something to be very wary of. Yeah,
0: it's just if it becomes the uh, when the motivation is more than just friendship or fellowship, it's. It gets, it can get ugly fast because you have ulterior motives. You see people as, you know, an object uh, more than anything else. So it, when you, I, I really do think that you have to address it. One of the easiest ways to address it is by talking about evangelism. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um,
0: because that's something that if, if you are, you know, selling your products more than you're selling Jesus, then there's, there's, there's something wrong with that. Isn't there? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, like if that's where I come back to is from the motivation piece is, is this something that is beneficial to that person? Is this something that's beneficial to our church? Probably not. If somebody in your small group sells, you know, whatever fill in the blanket is. Um, I don't think it's bad if you know that uh, somebody else in the small group hosts a party, but even if it's not the pastor's wife, everybody in that small group is going to feel some sense of pressure, um, to host it or attend it or buy something. Uh, and then it becomes a, a a cycle that can happen really quickly. So I just say you want to be super careful the easiest way to do that is to go ahead and have a policy in place so that, um, and it, it should be a policy that, uh, comes alongside your leader or volunteer, you know, handbook or whatever it is that you show people when you're asking them to serve or lead in your church. Um, it doesn't have to be like, you know, multiple pages. It's a paragraph mm-hmm. Yep. guys. It's not, it, it's just something to give you a little coverage. So that you know, you can say, "Hey, our policy is not to endorse direct selling because of the manip- manipulative uh, marketing practices that it, it can produce it makes people uh, into objects, and you know whatever. I mean, we don't want to damage relationships, and we want to be above reproach. But yeah. However, you put it together, you just want to make sure that you have that at least sentence or two in in place."
1: And I feel like key leaders um, are going to be very grateful to have that uh, from a message from your church, whether a lead pastor or the board or whoever's approved it. They can just point to that when somebody, you know, corners them in the lobby and says, hey, I want you to announce this or I want you to promote this to a group of people like you can kind of easily point them to that document and, you know, that person feels they don't have to be the one that says, no, it was the overall policies already been set in place and they can fight the, the need for that policy, but it's kind of out of that key volunteer or leader's hands.
0: Right. And all it takes is a sentence. All it takes is a sentence somewhere saying, Hey, in order to effectively, you know, reach people for Jesus in what, like whatever it is, whatever your vision statement is in order to do this, we're unable to allow um, outside sales or fundraisers during the course of our ministry activities. Boom. There you go. It's, it's, it's done. Um, I think uh, politics as well is something that comes around where, you know, people are like, well, well, uh, if all Christians vote this way, so shouldn't we sign people up to be, you know, to vote and to vote in this manner. And, (laughs) And I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) yeah, no, we shouldn't.
1: Now you're Um, getting real. Now now the controversy is really coming, Todd. (laughs) uh,
0: Yes, but um, that's probably another whole other podcast for a a
1: whole other day. Um, (laughs) What else? Have you ever had to deal with MLMs in your church? I personally didn't, but I did see other churches that had to deal with it where again, I, you know, I saw where a pastor's wife was promoting, um, you know, a business and I, you know, heard from them about the pain of some people that, you know, felt pressure by that. Um, so it does, it does happen and it's, it's a tricky situation. Uh, feelings get involved, um, you know, money's involved. It it can be really tricky,
0: Hey, there's nothing. I mean, you're going to have everything from, uh, you know, contractors to real estate agents to what fill in the blank in your church. And so there's always going to be an opportunity for someone to be selling, you know, their services in, in your church. Um, and we should be happy to a certain extent. We should be happy that we have, you know, quality uh, Christian businessmen and women, uh, that, that do good work. And, you know, we, we, I think we want them to be seen as trustworthy, you know, good at what they do because they do it as unto the Lord, all those things. So I'm not saying that, you know, there's no room for any of that stuff to happen. I'm just saying that, uh, you should have a policy in place so that if it does happen. Or begin to be a problem you can address it quickly
1: yeah i mean you know for my church we started as a church plant and when we started there was one real estate agent (laughs) and he was a good friend of of mine and our lead pastor and he probably sold a lot of people homes um, within our church um but as we grew we had three or four people and you know i no longer could say hey talk to so-and-so it was you know there's a plethora of people and, and I think showing favoritism over one person over somebody else is not you know our job in the church to do um, so that those those things are tricky and I think just kind of saying from the get-go hey we are not going to endorse certain people within our church as preferred you know <laughs> preferred people to go to in a number of different ways right. so it's hard. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining the One Ministry Question podcast today. Um, We hope that you will join us again here on a future episode.